As we all know, every year on August 15th, we celebrate the Assumption, Mary's Assumption body and soul into heaven. This year, August 15th, today, happens to fall on a Sunday, one of those rare days, where we get to celebrate a holy day of obligation on a Sunday. For those of you who like to shop, this is called a two-for-one, right? You don't got to come back to Mass this week. We're doing everything right now on a Sunday, a holy day and Sunday, all into one, a two-for-one. In addition to my heart, of course, being drawn toward Blessed Mother on this morning, this weekend my own focus has also been on another saint, a saint who loved our mother, our Blessed Mother, very dearly. It's a saint whose feast day is actually celebrated on August 14th each year, always the day before the Assumption, so yesterday. The saint's name, many of you know, is St. Maximilian Kolbe. It's a story that some of you might know well, a story that some of us might not know as well. Whatever the case may be, the life and even the death of Maximilian Kolbe is one that should really be known by every Catholic of every age, of every generation. So what I want to do this morning is share his life with you and then draw it back, hopefully, to this feast day of the Assumption. St. Maximilian Kolbe, everyone, was born in 1894 in Poland, to put him in some historical context, 1894. When he was born, his name was Raymond. He was born to very poor, hardworking parents. At the age of 16, he sensed the call to the priesthood and entered the Franciscan seminary in his native country of Poland. He was then ordained a priest at the young age of 24 to be 24 again, right everyone? To be 24. He then spent his early years as a priest, ministering throughout the world. He was sent to India, Japan, back to Poland. He did incredible things, encouraged great devotion to our Blessed Mother through a variety of ways. In fact, his first years as a priest, his first 20 years before this uh, event I'll share with you here in a moment happened, he could have been canonized a saint just for his holiness in his first years as a priest. When the Nazis invaded Poland, beginning World War II, on September 1st, 1939, the Franciscan Monastery where Maximilian Kolbe was serving as a priest, had numerous other priests that fled. They, of course, were scared. They didn't want to be arrested. They got out of Dodge. Maximilian Kolbe and several other Franciscan priests stayed at the friary, stayed at the monastery, and they turned it into a refugee camp for Polish people, most of whom were Jewish. And for the next two years, they protected and were a safe haven for over 3,000 Polish-Jewish refugees. Incredible. Risking their life. The Nazis, of course, eventually caught wind of what was going on, came in, shut it down, and arrested all the priests and sent them to a concentration camp by the name of Auschwitz. Once there, Father Maximilian continued to minister he continued to encourage, he continued to love, he continued to have a spirit of joy. He was a true light in a place of tremendous darkness. The end of July 1941 was a day that changed everything. One of the prisoners of Auschwitz had escaped, and so in order to punish everyone and to deter future escapees from trying something like this, they brought everyone in the camp outside 
and the commandant of the Nazi regime selected 10 prisoners at random that would be sent to a starvation bunker. One, two, three. Maximilian Kolbe was not one of the 10. But one of the 10 was a Polish young father and husband by the name of Francis Gajanici. Francis Gajanici. When he was selected as one of the 10 to be sent to the bunker, he started to sob. He started to weep. He started to cry out, my wife, my children, what will happen to them? This whole scene unfolded and Father Maximilian stood there quietly watching. He continued to weep, Francis Gainici, and soon thereafter, Father Maximilian stepped forward. The commandant, in kind of an insulting bark, said to him, and who is this Polish pig who steps forward? Father Maximilian quietly said, I would like to take this man's place. Silence. He has a wife. He has children. I want to take his place. The commandant barked back again. And what is this Polish pig's name? Father Maximilian humbly responded back. I am a Catholic priest. I have no wife. I have no children. And I want to take his place. And so it happened. Maximilian Kolbe took the place of Francis Gainichi and spent the next weeks with nine others in this starvation bunker. After two weeks, the Nazis needed more room in the starvation bunker, and four of them were still alive, one of them being Maximilian Kolbe. So they went in, injected them with lethal acid, and all four died. The day August 14th, 1941, 80 years ago yesterday. Everyone, why do I share that story with us on this anniversary thereof of Maximilian Kolbe's death 80 years and one day later? Is it to inspire? Hopefully. But it also shows something deeply relevant about this Polish priest's life that hopefully stirs something within us, and it would be this. During the canonization process, where Father Maximilian became Saint Maximilian Kolbe, they do a very thorough investigation of his entire life. They went in, found some friends of his from Poland when he was a young man, and asked this young man, when he knew Father Maximilian, they asked him, were you surprised by what happened? Were you surprised by what he did? His friend thought, what do you mean was I surprised? The interviewer said, well, he could have still been alive. He could have went on to minister in other ways. He didn't have to die. He could have been spared. Were you surprised by this act of heroic generosity? The longtime friend of Father Maximilian said, no, I wasn't surprised. Surprised himself, the interviewer said back, why weren't you surprised? He said, Maximilian? He was doing this kind of stuff all the time. Interviewer said, what kind of stuff? Living for others, he said. He was always living for others his entire life.
Everyone, the point should be simple enough. Maximilian Kolbe said yes on that late July 1941 day because he had been saying yes throughout his life. And the same is true for our Blessed Mother, that at the end of her earthly life, God granted her the grace to be assumed body and soul into heaven because she had been saying yes from the very beginning. In the same invitation, that same invitation to say yes always, even when it's hard, is offered to us every single moment of every single day. Maximilian Kolbe simply said yes. Our Blessed Mother said yes. The same invitation is on the table for us. May we always simply respond yes.